Multiple sclerosis is a vampire sent to drain our bodies of energy and destroy our brains. Welcome to Under the Call, episode eight, or no, episode nine. We're getting up there. Hopefully, we'll be back to doing two episodes a week now. We're going to start out this week talking about some chaos comic style comics. Uh, if you need anything for reference, they have chaos galleries, which are nice. They have chaos Bible, which has a bunch of different character synopsises, uh, has a map about the world where the east side is taken over by evil Ernie and the west side that still thinks that it's safe. You also have a couple extra little stories in the back, like a story that tells you about what would happen if evil Ernie did wipe out the whole planet and zombified it. And there's also a separation of hell and heaven and hell comic at the end of it. I read a three read three comic run of called chains of chaos. Basically, Vampirella and Dervish had a head of her. Vampirella and Dervish lead a dense macabre raid against the stronghold of the Cult of Chaos. They interrupt the mystic ritual and hear rambling prophecies foretelling the coming of a new dawn and the rise of the Chaos Child, the personification of the Chaos God. At the same time, the dance macabre's Psychic tracker Gaga becomes overwhelmed with the force of the chaotic vision. While traveling the reality stream, the scientist and mystic Reston Dane detects an overwhelmingly evil presence. His symbiotic armor, the demon skin, known as Slow, determines that an entire reality has been dominated by chaos. Evil rebellion against the forces of the Chaos Child is being led by the vampire warrior Bloodfang and alternate reality versions of Adam Van Helsing and Pendrake. As the Chaos Child plans to invade and conquer other realities, the only hope of stopping him lies in restoring the fabled light of darkness to the Chaos World. In our reality, that heroine is known by another name, Vampirella. It was fun, interesting. The art style is a little different, kind of very. Uh, I don't know. It's very detailed, big picture artwork. Uh, lots of characters included in it. It's just, it's a interesting story. I never read anything about the Rook before. This features Rook, and he's a very unique character who can talk to his skin, which is basically like a Venom-style symbiote-style skin. Like when one guy just unloads his machine gun on him, his skin just starts 
jumping out off them and grabbing the bullets out of the air so they don't hit them. He jumps on top of a bomb and skin absorbs the whole explosion. And he complains about it. He feels the pain. His skin does slow, slow or slough. S L O U G H. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a unique look at all these different characters that I didn't really know much about. Gaga is like basically a child that's in a water tank and can do like, uh, telepic type things where he can see future events or what's happening at the moment. And they send out people to deal with the situations as they come across them. But yeah, this is a fun storyline. Good look at KS Comics. It, uh, <clears throat> Gives you a good look at a variety of characters, even without giving you their storyline, their synopsis and stuff. You pretty much find out enough information from them that you you could read that as a standalone thing if you wanted to. Uh, basically, the Rook and Vampirella are sent on a mission and go through a dimensional doorway of sorts and happen upon a ritual that's happening where they're getting ready to kill kill someone and sacrifice her. Like a child in a water tank notices that they what was going on in the chaos house of worship where they ended up. Uh, they travel to a chaos infested earth. The Rook and Herc are two characters that both have the skin symbiotes. And the Rook's on the good side, Herc's on the bad side, of course. Uh, It's you got chaos child, chaos lord, yeah, chaos chaososaurs, which are chaos dinosaurs that shoot guns, run around with weaponry and guns and stuff, and just <laughs> very interesting. Lots of chaos players to <clears throat> get you hooked into it, and then I also read the forerun. Uh, four comic book run called Armageddon and basically the story so far is hell has risen up in Las Vegas and strange events are beginning to occur around the globe Lady Death has declared war on both heaven and hell Mississippi Wall has crumbled and evil Ernie's undead armies are advancing to the west judgment war between heaven and hell is about to begin Armageddon is coming, and there is little hope for the survival of humankind. Welcome, fiends, to the long-awaiting beginning of the end. I also want to give you another later on synopsis out of here. Not of this earth. The end has begun. Armageddon, the father of fear, has come to earth, unleashing waves of mass extinction. Humanity's only hope of survival is with one one of a fugitive band of supernatural misfits called the Chosen, led by ex-covert ops agent and werewolf Morgan Gallows. 
now joined by the mysterious traveler Bedlam and the sultry vampire assassin Chastity. The Chosen must survive long enough to discover Armageddon's secrets. It's kind of unique because each one of these thing comics says you go and you open up the inner pages, the pages, the words are breaking up. It's slowly, it looks like the, page, the pages have been misprinted. The lettering isn't laid out the way it needs to be. But, uh, it's again another one that the reason I read these I wanted to get a group of the different characters and stuff and this one has basically almost every chaos character included in it and they take on a giant tentacle style a world destroying tentacle type creature and it has a bunch of little creatures that's come off it and are created by it uh, you have lots of the chaos characters throughout this, these books from the world of chaos. You get different factions fighting together and having issues with each other. And whether or not they work out those issues and what happens, I don't want to ruin for anybody, but it's a end to a legendary era of the world of chaos, which is nice because it basically takes your chaos and uh, characters, puts them through everything, and this is like the end of 1999 when this was written. <clears throat> and they're going to finish off the whole chaos reality in the world around it and start fresh in the year 2000 with... Uh, I'm assuming all new character lines and stuff. I'll be reading more of those, hopefully, in the near future. I was not disappointed by these at all. These are very enjoyable comics to read and give you lots of of variety in the storyline, lots of variety of character-wise, and very interesting characters. If you look into, like, Evil Ernie and Lady Death and the Psychotic Button, just it's so unique how they did these characters and made them fun and enjoyable at least for me but (laughs) yeah check out armageddon stuff and there are worlds undreamt of by the minds of man these spheres are awesome to contemplate and dreadful to behold they are beyond the farthest reaches of human wisdom Concepts of time, space, energy, knowledge, and even life have new meaning. They are the places where darkness dwells. The realms known as the world, worlds of chaos. So, check out Chaos Comics. Great, great look at some different characters outside your standard DC Marvel style realms. Sure to enjoy. If you're into the horror style creatures. Alright. Let's talk about what happened this week. Let's see if I can remember. Much of what went on. We've had a return to sleep study. Harness and all the accessories. We did that yesterday. 
I don't expect good results from that because I did not sleep for shit. It was terrible. I did all those wires and everything and having stuff in your nose and straps around you. And I'm a person that likes to go from one side, laying on one side to the other side, back and forth throughout the night. So that was just constantly annoying with the cables and then running up to the bathroom and dealing with the all the wiring and stuff. It's just, I don't think I got more than an hour and a half of sleep the whole night. But we'll see what the results have to say. Uh, I got that off and I went to my cardiology appointment, met my new cardiologist again. My aortic dissection goes from a scar to a flap. To, it's just they keep changing things around, so, which I was knowledgeable enough that I could look at the scans and figure out things myself because obviously one, I can't get one straight opinion from multiple doctors. It's always got to be different about what's going on. But this guy made it sound, made it more understandable and told me it's like i gotta gotta watch it it's like what i have it started when i lifted just a couple boxes and he said it's like because i mentioned i want to get to somewhere where i can get on an exercise bike to work the gel in my knees but I, only way I can see finding an exercise bike to do that is by going to like find a fitness or something like that. And he's like, just stay away from the weight machines and stuff like that because all it'll take is me lifting a certain amount of weight in a certain way or whatever, and it could rip everything open and you just bleed to death internally. Like if this is the first time I ever heard this, but he said. <laughs> It's usually your right arm when you're having a heart attack or something like that. But he says, for me, if I got severe pain in my left arm and my forearm goes white, which I never heard of that, the arm turning white, they instantly get to the hospital because that means you ripped open. Basically, like a big AR that comes out the top of the heart on the curve. And then there's a little bit smaller aorta underneath that one. And where they both curve, when you're a fetus, there's a like a little piece of connection that goes between the two. Apparently that must, once you're born, it must calcify your hair and whatever. And it becomes unused. And that area is where... I apparently ripped some stuff open. I have like a flap in there and stuff. So, so yeah, he's just going to keep an eye on things. And then I had to ask him for my neurologist. My neurologist wants me to, was wanting me to see if I could get put on Nuvagil to try that out. So I asked, my cardiologist, and he was, he didn't know much about it, so he was going to do a bunch of research on it. But then he's like, go ahead, start it, watch the blood pressure. If it goes over, I think it was like one, I think it was like over 160, over 80 or something like that. I should 
uh, stop it and let him know. Let him and the neurologist know what's up. You can go from there. That's like new Vigil is, uh, the generic name is Armadaphanil. Uh, it's basically a medication that helps with fatigue. It's supposed to promote wakefulness. It's used to tr- treat excessive sleepiness caused by sleep apnea and narcolepsy or chip work sleep disorder. Uh, Basically, common things before you start it, talk to your doctor, figure it out. Side effects for this drug can be skin rash, swollen glands, flu-like symptoms. That's not good during this COVID shit. (laughs) Be very confusing. Uh, Bruising, jaundice, which is the yellowing of your skin or eyes. Severe tingling, numbness. Numbness, pain, muscle weakness, which many of us already have. Yeah, you got a telephone call coming. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, nosebleeds, bleeding gums. Those are better answers. They can call back. No one's ever important calling us anyways. It's usually telemarketers every day. But, uh, back to this, you can get, like I said, unusual bleeding, nosebleeds, bleeding gums, which I used to have bleeding gums when I was a kid through my teenage years. I used to be able to suck a whole mouthful of blood out of my gums. Thankfully, that stopped, but I guess it also probably stopped because I got rid of over half my teeth. Since that's where your bleeding was right in the teeth area, that's probably why I stopped bleeding. You can get mouth sores, skin sores, blisters, trouble swallowing, a lot of stuff I have. I have enough skin issues with my wonderful skin disease that no one can figure out that I think is because my father, we found out after my dad passed last year that he spent time in Guam in the 50s and that was not long after they did nuclear testing in Guam and when he was on his way back to the aircraft carrier uh, I think it was the aircraft carrier or a battleship uh, off the Alaskan coast once he got to the ship they had to get him to Alaskan hospital and stuff because he had boils all over his body skin irritations and stuff and so he got discharged from the navy after about a year and a half in the navy and had to go through ultraviolet therapy light therapy and stuff i uh, had a skin specialist did all that and he he apparently got rid of his stuff i never found out anything more or knew anything until he passed, which sucks. I don't know if he was told to keep his mouth quiet about stuff or something. But sure as heck didn't get paid for it. So I don't know why you keep your mouth shut about anything. And I, I tried 
from my childhood on, just trying to find out information about my dad's military career, and he just never would talk to me so, about it. So I'm going to be looking into that more and trying to figure that out. That's one of my next doctor appointments I'll be setting up. Going back to the side effects, you can get chest pain, uneven heartbeats, depression, anxiety, hallucinations, aggression, unusual thoughts or behavior, suicidal thoughts, excessive sleepiness, uh, <laughs> headache, dizziness, nausea, or sleep problems, insomnia. That's a It's that so you're basically doing a coin flip. So you get deal with one issue or a different issue. Like you shouldn't take it if you're on like birth control pills, rings, patches, or other type of hormone type medication, cyclozoprene, heartburn, and acid medications such as omeprazole. Seizure medications, including Fenteon, Diazepam, and others, antidepressant medications, blood thinners such as warfarin, or beta blockers, including Propanol, Nalol, and others. I know that's why he wanted me to talk to my cardiologist, because I am on some medications that could affect it. But, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm call them so hopefully i'll get my prescription to try out here within the next few days and we'll see how that goes it's like i want to get rid of the must the fatigue but i also need the muscle pain gone at the same time because if you got lots of energy but yet you can't move physically decent because of the pain that's just gonna ruin it <laughs> make it harder to Take advantage of stuff that's trying to help you. So. Yeah, with your natural defenses, there's some ways that you can boost your natural defenses to help help defend against certain issues. Make sure you're getting enough sleep, which I'm sleeping better now, but I still don't get what I need to. Eat more plant foods, of course. Have some color in your diet and stuff like that. Eat more healthy fats. Get those omega-3 fatty acids. Acids. Uh, salmon's great for that. Like I, our new layout on ours, I want to start doing probably salmon at least once a week, once or twice a week. Uh, eat fermented foods or take for bite. Probiotic supplements is I, I take a pill when I remember to, a probiotic pill, but I eat a lot of fermented style stuff. I'm pretty good about that. And engage in moderate exercise, of course. Stay hydrated, and I, I try to drink at least 70 ounces of water a day. Manage your stress, which is can be tough, and especially with all this COVID stuff happening right now. Supplement wisely with things like vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, elderberry, euchanasia, garlic. And those are all things you can try to help strengthen your immune system. 
And it's like with salmon, I mean, there's so many ways you can make that. It's just, I prefer to cook it in the oven, 350 to four, 400. And some people, I cook it longer than most people would just because my wife likes her meats done a little further. But my favorite thing is getting salmon that has skin on it, cook, bake it in the oven. I'll peel the skin off it. We'll eat the salmon. And while we're eating, I'll put, I'll have the skin back on the pan. I'll crank the oven up and I'll just let it sit, sit in there while we eat dinner. And then when I'm done, I got nice crunchy salmon skin. That's super food for you too. It's really good. But my salmon, I do real basic. I'll just spray the pan with some cooking spray. I'll, Top the sand with a little bit of olive oil. I like putting lots of dill on there, some sea salt. Sometimes I'll throw some basil or something in there. It's like those are the basics, and then just squeeze like some lemon over over it, and that's all you really need. And it, it tastes good. Just simply done like that. It's nice to have like a little side of some type of light pasta or rice and a pile of vegetables it's a I, right now in the freezer section we have i think it's bird's eye has a nice bag of mixed vegetables they have two different types one's the california style blend which is your broccoli cauliflower carrot stuff type stuff and they have a stir fry blend that has like yellow pepper and snow peas and all that in there and they're great, and they're two for three dollars in our store. I just dump a bag of that in there, and then I'll usually buy a zucchini to chop up in there also, which I just do the skin on, cut it into little half inch circles, and then cut those in half. Just throw throw them all over the vegetable bowl, and drizzle it with olive oil, a bunch of Italian seasoning, a little pepper, a little salt, sea salt. All you need, perfect. Three fifty in the oven takes a good. Yeah, just keep an eye on it. I I usually cook it for about forty five minutes. Sometimes I'll chop up a little, a couple potatoes in there too. But it's like zucchini is so much to me. I never used to eat it, but now it's basically like a potato to me in my vegetables, which I love. So, depending on how you want your vegetables, just keep an eye on them. Cook them as long as you like to your desired tenderness. But I'm running out of time for today, so I'm going to end this. And hopefully you like my little song parodies that I've been throwing around. And I'm, who knows, since I haven't figured out a theme song or anything yet for the beginning of my podcast, I might just keep making up little parody song lines and throwing them on here repeating some of them and stuff i figured this one was a good one to start with since there's a few vampires in the chaos universe (laughs) well you have yourself a good day week and hopefully you'll hear from us again in a couple days peace out